The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two, live from Brown O'Haver today. A1 and Turkey Bacon back with you on a huge Friday in Sooner Nation. We've got, first off, we got OU Michigan tonight in the Lloyd Noble Center. Women's gymnastics, two of the top teams in America, the two teams that dueled it out for the 2021 National Championship. 645 tonight. John Whitson will be there, right? Are you committed to going tonight, or are you maybe at tonight? No, no, I'm going. Let's With go. With the girls. The girls love it. The girls love it. This will be our third match of the season. Um, it's, uh, Dude, listen, it's a show. If I'm sure everybody that's listening knows that. I, I don't think I'm saying I'm like breaking news here, but it is a fun thing to be a part of. It's a fun thing to watch. I could sit it's there. It's an event. I could watch KJ Kindler coach all day long. That lady absolutely gets after it, and, and she's coaching at every opportunity coaching before the event after the event in the middle of the event she's engaged invested if you want to see what coaching looks like and the reason why she's the absolute best in the business just watch her per- watch her perform because well, it's uh, it's fantastic on the corner of Jenkins and Imhoff today we got KJ Kindler over here and we got Patty Gasso over here so two pretty good examples of how how it's done because at 2 o'clock today, the first ever game to be played inside brand new Love's Field. There will be a ribbon-cutting ceremony at 11 a.m. this morning, a dedication ceremony at 11 a.m. this morning. And then the first game at 2, they'll take on Miami of Ohio. Uh, 5 o'clock tonight, game 2 against Liberty. Uh, Chris Plank and DJ Sanchez on the radio call today. Uh, I will be on ESPN Plus with... Aaron Miller, and uh, Nicole Mendez today. So we'll have it all covered for you and cannot wait. Very much looking forward to seeing what it all looks like. This, I know the scoreboard looks awesome, but just the whole thing. It's obviously not done. Um, it's done enough to play a game in and to host fans, but there's a lot of things that aren't done. And so just know that if you're going today. Um, I think, you know, I, I don't know all the details about where you're supposed to go in and, and how many concessions are available, if any, and restrooms and all. There's a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes, like hitting cages and locker rooms and all that kind of stuff that isn't finished yet. So it's a work in progress. Be but patient. It's, you're going to have, it's going to be a, uh, right. not even just today, but in the next few weeks or whatever it may be next, uh. Until maybe next year, uh, be patient with softball this year. I would agree with that. I don't think it'll be fully right, in all its right. glory until next season, mm-hmm. probably. But it's done enough to play in. But what a fascinating situation for 
Patty's team today, there's a lot going on, right? There is – so I, I heard her – we were on a conference call with her for the broadcast Wednesday. And the team, I think, has to be there at 9.30 this morning. They are all going to, I, I guess, have some sort of a team meeting. Then they're going to bus over to Love's Field for the ribbon-cutting ceremony. Then they're going to bus back to Marita Hines to warm up, you know, stretch, BP, uh, infield, all that kind of stuff you do. Both teams will warm up over there and then bus to Love's Field for the actual game. They will have, as far as I know, never taken a ground ball, fly ball, swung a bat at Love's Field until they play this afternoon, which is for someone who is as organized, professional, all that kind of stuff as Patty Gasso is, is highly discombobulating. You know, she wants to know everything about how the park is going to play. Kelsey, Han- uh, uh, Kinsey Hansen was on the show last night. She was like, I, I got to see how the backstop's going to, as the catcher, what's, how's the backstop going to play? Yeah, there's. How's so the first and third things. baseline yeah. going to roll? Mm-hmm. What are the bounces off the outfield walls? You know, what's the wind tunnel like? It's, it's facing the same direction as Marita Hines, but you got a, a larger edifice there behind home plate, so the wind is going to be placed slightly different. Uh, all those kind of things you're going to have to learn. You don't know any more than Miami of Ohio knows about that right now. So uh, there, I would say there are some butterflies, but probably won't matter. They're, they're good enough that I, I think they'll overcome. You laid out a lot of reasons why it could be an issue, and then I think we're forgetting this is the – Oklahoma Sooner softball team. Probably one of the greatest teams in the history of teams. Yep. They'll figure it out. I don't think it'll be an issue. I'm just They'll telling figure you. They'll figure it for, out. For it's a road Patty, game. What's, those... their rec- their, what's their record on road games in the last year? Something in zero. Something in zero. So <laughs> yeah. my, my point is I think at the end of the day, maybe they'll – I agree with you. I They'll... think Kenzie Hansen can figure out how a backstop works. They'll be fine. They'll win in, in, uh, probably in a in route. You've but been... for Patty, it is – it is uh, the kind of stuff that makes you lose sleep at night because that's what a great coach does. Worry about all the details, right? And there's a lot of details that are unknown. It is fascinating that they've never even been on it, though. I mean, that is a fascinating storyline, that the first time they're on it a is... A few when- of them have. And this is funny. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell this or not, but I'm going to say snuck it anyway. on. Patty and a couple of girls, I guess, the other night Ooh. stopped and snuck in. Love it. <laughs> this I is love like it. a... Uh, uh, baseball like movie, Bull Durham sneaking yeah, on and turning on the sprinklers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they snuck in and got yelled at by somebody who was working there. Patty said, I got ripped up one side and down the other. <laughs> and so we had to leave. And I was like, I wonder if that person knows. Knows that that's Patty Gasso. Did she not drop? Do you know who I am? I, I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, you know how construction sites are. There's, oh, I know. OSHA regulations and all the stuff that goes. I'm sure it's somebody on the construction. There's no hard hat. You're in a dangerous area. You're in violation. I have no idea that the, the statue out in front of the stadium is going to be of you, but you got to get out of here right oh, now. Oh, that's awesome. I wish there was some video of that. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that would be funny, wouldn't it? So, anyway, that's coming up uh, today. By the way, you've uh, confused a lot of people with this. 
Yes, Plank is still on the call. Plank is on radio. Toby yeah. is doing the TV, so they'll both be on right. the call. That has also split T- some TJ, uh, split some people here that they TJ, are very torn. I, I had to ask that off the air because okay. for a minute I was having like chest palpitations because you can talk all you want about it's a new stadium, it's a new this, it's a new that. When I thought for maybe a second that Plank wasn't on the call and Toby no. was on the call. They pulled no. Plank I was like, Toby what up. in the world is happening? <laughs> Listen. I could not understand. Like, my brain couldn't compute the fact that we would take Chris Plank off of this call. I said, Chris, this is too big of a day for you. Yeah. Geez. I'm taking over. Toby said, do you know who I am over here? Yeah. I mean, goodness. <laughs> so here's how this happened. Uh, Chad McKee would normally call this. Chad is unavailable today. I don't know if it's because he's doing gymnastics or fishing or something else. Probably, I don't know. Probably some bass tournament. But Chris, we were on a call. Chris said, why don't we have Toby do it? Because I'm not going to Vegas this weekend. And I said, yeah, I'd be glad to help out. What do you want to do, Chris? And he he picked radio, and so I was like, I'll do TV. Yeah. This is Chris's show, Just ladies and gentlemen. Sure. So Ugh. what I would suggest is television sound down, radio up, Listen to Chris Plank. That's who softball should be called by, Chris Plank. Oh, you softball, you should hear it from Chris Plank. So turn me down. I'm a clown. Turn up Chris Plank today. That's the way it should happen. Chris is definitely going to be there. That we would you never. Did scare, you did scare Sooner Nation, though. Just I mean, there was like a little bit of confusion. There. I completely understand. And yeah, I yeah, I had the same thought. Everybody out there, and I confirmed it off air we, because no. it was stressful. No, no, no. We would never, we would never, ever think of that. <laughs> I could just see Chris like outside the, the, you know, outside the stadium, single just, like, tear with rolling head, down his face, with his hands like, <laughs> "Let me in." No, no, you're out. Toby big timed you. Yep. Sorry, buddy. No, 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 no. Toby was, big time rolling over here. That's exactly right. Uh, basketball tomorrow. Women four o'clock at Kansas. Men seven o'clock against Houston. Um, Kelvin Sampson will be back tomorrow along with Kellen, along with uh, Hollis Price, TJ's arch enemy, Qantas White. It is a big day. Kelvin was asked yesterday about returning to Norm. He's also asked about Ryan Miner. I'm sure you've heard this audio, TJ. I don't know if you have John or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a long pause in this. This is nothing has gone wrong with the audio. Kelvin, this is Kelvin fighting back tears. While he's thinking about Ryan Miner, it is a very uh, touching piece of audio. Here's uh, here's Kelvin Sampson plus, uh, from Houston talking about his return to Oklahoma and Ryan Miner. Talking to the team, I looked at uh, Ryan, and you know, you just have all these flashbacks of who he is, and what he represents, and, you know. And, um, One thing I noticed about getting old is you cry more. <laughs> That's great. That's great. When he finally collects himself, he says, one thing you notice about when you get old is that you cry more. So I think it'll be – I don't know how it's going to be tomorrow night. Why, how, how do, Is it going to be anything? Is it going to be emotional? Is it 
It, what's tomorrow night going to be I like? I think he'll get a good ovation. I think enough time has passed, and there are enough people that still were big fans of Kelvin when he left here, even under the circumstances that he left, that they'll get an ovation. Uh, you and I talked a lot yesterday about I don't know if anything special's done for them, but I think you do need to acknowledge them in some way, so maybe just a brief <laughs> please welcome back, you know, former Sooners, and, and you list those three guys, and then you mention Kelvin and let them give their ovation, and then you go into your regular pregame stuff. So, And, and I do think that it, it will be a, a – a standing ovation. So, is it emotional for Kelvin? It's got to be. It's got to be. Um, that's the first time. I've always said this. He's the most difficult coach I've ever dealt with here off the air. Like Kelvin did not like coming, regardless of the relationship that he may have had with the person coming on with, because it was a very good relationship with the person that I got him on with the most. He did not like doing radio. He did not, and he was upfront about it, and he was rude, and I've, I've been open, and I've said that for years about him. Other people don't deal with that, so it, I think it'll be emotional for him. It's got to be. It's got to be emotional for some of the fans. Like, he did a lot of great things here, so unfortunately, it just ended badly, and it was ugly, and like you said yesterday, it almost is like he did all this stuff and put OU in this bad situation over something that now is probably, it's silly with what all went down. But at that time, it was ugly. And he upgraded. It was like he went to an elite program and got a better opportunity after leaving the way that he did. So, But it's got to be emotional for him. A lot of great things happened for him here. You know, his son and, and two of his coaches – Achieved great things here, and now, as he said, he's getting older, Final more four. emotional. It's it's the his career multiple done, conference championships, and he's yeah. he's got this relationship with his son and these two guys that will um, are probably like sons to him that they've been together so long, and his daughter who was here yeah. as a student and now is in, in working with him uh, in his department. So there's definitely going to be emotion for him. Yes. Yeah, I was hoping that – I hope that they recognize the three guys on the bench as well as Kelvin. Sure. Because, I mean, like like I mean, Hollis Price, he's an all-timer. All, yeah. All-timer. He's got to be in the rafters someday, yeah. right? Uh, well, I, I mean, the Final Four is, is a special thing, and he was a great player on those teams. And um, But what's even more – we were talking about this yesterday with, the, with, with some other um, fans or whatever, is it's, it's crazy to me how long that group of guys um, – Kellen and Qantas and Hollis have all stayed with Kelvin. Yeah. Like nobody's branched out. Well, no, one of them's related to him. One of them yeah. is related. And that, okay, so that makes it, but even those guys sometimes branch out. But even the other two, it's like, man, it must be a pretty good environment for them to have wanted to coach with him for as long as they, as they have. The loyalty that's there. The loyalty, yeah. the, whatever that is. Because, um, you can't tell me they've never had opportunities or they've never had chances to go anywhere else. I, I, I find that hard to believe. Those, you know, they're pretty good names. I bet they're pretty good coaches. And uh, it's just, I, I don't know, I just find it fascinating that that's what he's created. And it's really cool to see that, that yeah. they're still together. As far as emotional goes, I don't, I mean, he was pretty emotional on that. If that's, if that clip is any indication, it'll be emotional. But I don't know. I think that that was more of a Ryan Minor question. And I think when he gets to basketball, and uh, he'll be focused. He'll be focused. And listen, dude, he's playing for a number one seed and uh, the number one seed. Yeah. Not just in the Big 12. Yeah. I mean, listen, dude, Houston is 
That's a good basketball team. Porter Moser said last night in breaking down film, Houston is the best defensive team he's seen in his 30 years in coaching. He said there is absolutely zero weakness in them at all. Which, for our offense that has lulls, does not – that's not a good formula. It's not a good formula for anyone. Scoring on Houston is tough for everybody. Does his is his I haven't seen enough Houston to know is his offense has it opened up more than when he was at Oklahoma? Has no. That, is it still uh That's their take problem. what it gives you and you know kind of So they have they have a couple of guys that can go get buckets in Shed and Cryer. Which he's always had. That's kind of yeah. how he had. That's Wallace how, Price, Quantus White. I mean, that's... Ryan Miner. That was Minor. a guy, go get a bucket. But it wasn't a, in the flow of an offense, kind of. It was always... A, they can be stagnant. Yeah. It's the weak, It's the one... I don't know if it's a weakness. It's the one negative thing. You can, if you're comparing Houston to the other elite teams, UConn, Purdue, North Carolina, the one thing you would mark against them is their offense is capable of going to sleep for a bit. Uh, example, the Baylor game, where they had a, what, 16-point halftime lead, running Baylor out of their own gym in Waco, and they come out in the second half, and they are asleep, and can't score, and Baylor caught up with them and almost beat them. But they create Shed a ton is off, awesome. ton off of their defense. They, yes. So much of their offense comes from what they do yes. on the defensive side. They got to. They want to turn you over and get easy buckets in transition. And if you can cut that down and just make them play half court basketball, they still have shed. They still have Crier. They still have a front line that is more athletic than anybody in the country. That's going to absolutely pound the boards. But they have a much harder time scoring if you make them play in the half well, court, and Oklahoma, like we do. I was about to say, but Oklahoma is a pretty good defensive team in the half court. Yeah, the shooting percentage against Oklahoma. Not good. It's terrible. I terrible. Mean, we we've I when I've looked at it and I've like looked at different games that we've played. I'm like, well, are we getting the benefit of these guys having their worst night of the year? I think of like the K State game, some of those Iowa other games, State shot terribly the other terribly. Night. So it's yeah. like eventually maybe the in, the commonality is that they're having to play Oklahoma. Like that's a possibility. Yeah. That that's one of the reasons why maybe they're We're shooting in, so poorly. Oklahoma's a good defensive team. They're, but, they're an elite three-point defensive team. But the problem is going to be, to your point, turnovers right. and, uh, it, it, and def- de- uh, transition defense. If, if we can't do that, it's going to be a long night against Kelvin and those boys. It, you're exactly right. If they – the only way Oklahoma has a chance to win this game is if – Houston can't get easy buckets in transition. And that is way easier said than done because they are so good defensively that it's almost impossible to keep them from doing I think that. We need, so. I just think we just need a J-Mac attack. I don't know why. Why can't we just do that every play? you got to warn me. Why can't we just do that every play? Just keep hitting fans yeah. from the wing. What are we and, doing? How about have just one guy dribble it around and dribble it around and dribble it around and not do really anything with it and then throw it up and it you know goes in? A J-Mac attack! Exactly. exactly. That's exactly right. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Hopefully that's the uh, situation tomorrow. We got a problem. Hi, Tower Clinical brings you this I'm going to value you right now that regardless of how good OU plays, I will not use that line in our broadcast tomorrow. Guaranteed? 
Guaranteed. What if I offered yeah. to do the show Monday nude if you do use it? That is not the inducement <laughs> you think it is. I thought you were going to say you were going to offer to give me Monday off. Oh, then on. we have a here. conversation. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Tower Clinical, uh, bringing clinical o- trial opportunities to Oklahoma, several metro locations. HighTowerClinical.com, call or text 405-831-5905. Uh, our man Kevin just stopped by and saw me during that commercial break. Not only the, the goodies that he dropped off. The Fig off, Farmer? The Fig Farmer uh, dropped off the goodies, but he said, I couldn't stand it. On my way here, I went by the Brahms. Here's your dime, and he handed me the dime. No way. <laughs> I don't know if he was joking and it's the actual dime or not, but that's what he said. He said that was from the drive-thru at wow. Brahms, and he went by there and grabbed it. said, here's your dime. I got it for you. <laughs> Do me a favor. If you can give that, because uh, I gave Drake the sp- something for you okay. last night. Yep, a couple of things for, for you. Yep. If you'll give the dime to Drake, he loves being the go-between for people. So maybe he could bring me the dime. He does. He does love that. Mm-hmm. Um did you get your hat? That was what he told me the other day. Did you get your hat? <sighs> Toby gave me the hat. I had to put it on your desk. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got the hat. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, which, by the way, thank you, Gator, for the hat. Bronx was rocking it the other day. Um, with TJ's independent wealth, I, finally, I find it highly suspect that he's never had a sauna. Mm-hmm. Never have. I've never even been in one. So, no. no. Hey, just go to. Hey, just go to Ecuador. You'll be in a sauna. Oh, that's true. Nice. Go stand in How, you like How do you like that? How do you like that? I feel really good right now. Uh, I think that because the only opportunity I may have had is at a YMCA, and I'm not going in the sauna at the YMCA. I'm sorry. No offense to the YMCA's out there, but. So you know how you're watching like those mob, like the mob shows. Yeah, and that's stuff? where always the crime always takes and, place and discussions. And they, and, well, they talk about getting like a. Is it? I, I don't want to say the wrong word here on the radio, but I'm going to go ahead and risk it. Do you need to write it down and let me? No, because I don't know how to spell it. But like a schwitz. Yeah. Is that the same kind of thing? Is that like a? <clears throat> like if they're like, let's go take a schwitz or something. Like when they I go. I have no idea what that <laughs> is. Is that like a Greek, like that's... a Greek sauna? No, am I, I saying the wrong thing? I think that's Jewish, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't. I feel like it's something they do in New York, like that. The, these, you know, yeah, these kind of cool guys go do that. Ask Joe Are C. There I, cool guys that do it. I bet Joe C. Probably does it. He seems like that kind. Yeah. You know, an you think Joe C. Takes a sauna? Oh yeah, of course he does. Yes, he seems like a sauna guy. Yeah, absolutely. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, you don't make decisions like he makes without being clear. headed It's a good thinking place. Yeah, because you're trapped. He, he is clear headed. Look at the decisions he makes. You all can't the time. work on your phone. You're just like stuck listening to music or thinking for 45 minutes. It's a good place to make decisions. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a little wound tight sometimes. Maybe I do need a sauna. So. You'd love it, man. <laughs> Maybe you won't do it because life. I'm suggesting it, and that's how that's you not work. That's why. It just but you'd always seem creepy and gross to me. Well, I would agree if you're going to go sit in a room with a bunch of strangers in towels. Right. Like, no interest in that at all. Sh- but. I'm just like a one-person sauna. It's just me or maybe me and Jenny in there. A Schwitz is a sauna, by the way. Okay. I'm saying that right. <laughs> I just want everybody to know. Alice, I'm sure, is listening. She's mad because I always say something stupid on the radio. Yeah. And she threatens me every time that I say something stupid that I'm not going to be able to come back on the you radio nailed anymore. nailed this one. Yeah. Schwitz is a sauna. Joe Castiglione takes Schwitzes, probably, oh my is goodness. what I'm saying. Yeah, you're making me very nervous right now. Yeah. Every time you say that word. Yes. 
We're holding our breath. I'm holding the dump button back here. Um, uh, Let's see here. If I hear Houston, we have a problem. I will tear my 75-inch screen off the wall Thank and you. throw my OU diploma frame in a flame uh, frame in a flame of fire. That's not not happening. Say. Not what, happening. What are the odds of getting a Phi Slamma Jamma reference on the uh, hmm. on the uh, call tomorrow? Any any throwback to the to the 80s? Any Clyde Drexler? I mean, I may bring it up. I mean, what a team! Yeah. So maybe it gets brought up. One of the best nicknames of all time, right? I, I, uh, this is another perfect occasion, though, to drop a PD some C at some point because they're the Cougars. So we may get PD some C in the broadcast tomorrow. What you say is Kev H W H A P, and he says PD some uh, C's, Toby. Mm-hmm. That's what you do just there. just just go full of brief. That's right. <laughs> With all the talk the last couple of days about crackers. It can all tie back to the former topic on the show. What goes great with crackers? Pimento cheese. Yeah, that's a good point. I li- that's a good point. You don't want to breathe? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Kev. Kev wanted to say something. Uh, I am so sick of Hollis not being in the Raptors. What is wrong with the athletic department? Hang it while he is still alive. He's still a young man. Oh, my You've gosh. Got many Easy years there. to go. Yeah. He's only uh, about, what, 42, 43 probably? Um, okay, real quick. I, I love Hollis Price. I love Hollis. And we all love Hollis Price. This isn't like who loves Hollis Price more conversation. But is he rafter worthy? Yes, without who a do doubt. We have, who do we have now? We have Alvin Adams, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Stacey King. Yep. Wayman Tisdale. Uh-huh. Is Blake Griffin Blake, in there? Yes. Blake's there, yeah. Mookie. Mookie. Is, and Mookie. Yeah. And we're saying Hollis Price, and I'm not saying he doesn't, but 100% is in the same breath as the people we just listed. Yeah, Toby and I this week said Buddy and um, Hollis are the next two. Buddy for sure. Ryan Miner? Ryan Miner deserves to be there, yes. So, I don't know yeah, if Hollis. All three I mean, of those guys be, but, be up there. So, Hollis took him to a Final Four. Um, Buddy took him to a Final Four. Buddy was player of the year, national player of the year. He's got that in his category. I, Hollis was not that. Trying to see what awards he won in college. I I just don't know if he ranks with Wayman Tisdale and Stacey King and Mookie Blaylock. TJ, defend, well, sometimes, your, it, defend sometimes yourself. Sometimes you have guys in rafters or retire their jerseys or whatever it may be, and others are greater than others. I mean, yeah, those guys are greater than Hollis Price was, but Hollis is one of the all-time greats of this program and deserves to be there. Yeah, he was really good. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just I'm kind of almost playing a little devil's advocate. Is he? Because yeah. Buddy, I would think Buddy ahead of him, though, right? We would agree with that. I think – Yes, because Buddy, of the player of the year. Situation. Because national player of the year, which Blake Griffin was as well. Yeah. Buddy's a no-brainer. Whether he's next is an argument. And I think considering – I think Ryan Miner's consideration is similar to Hollis Price's consideration, although Ryan didn't take him to a Final Four. But So, yeah, I mean, there's just got to be no, a cutoff the, somewhere. I mean, you know, somebody the, brought up Eduardo Nahara. I mean, there's got to be a cutoff somewhere. The, the cool part about Ryan Miner might be if there was a way to retire that number and almost say baseball, basketball retiree. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. What number was he in baseball? 
I don't remember that off the top of my head. But that could be a that could be some cool way to because yeah, as, as far as a two sport athlete goes, he's the best two sport athlete, right? Ever at Oklahoma. Well, I don't know. You had Kyler Murray. You did have Kyler Murray, but I mean, not basketball. I would I would argue, not argue. Damon was the better baseball player in college. Okay. Uh, Ryan was I I think was a good player at OU but was so split between basketball and baseball that he didn't have the time to dedicate it that Damon did and got better once he got to pro ball. Once he focused on baseball solely, I think he got better. Would you agree with that, TJ? Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's going on? Sorry. I was, as you were saying that, I didn't mean to laugh at you. Uh, what you said is correct. Uh, this text just came in. Uh, what if Kelvin suited up Tawi Walker? Then Toby would have to say, Houston, we, we, we have a problem. Come on now, people. <laughs> Focus on the day. You've got too much time on your Sorry, hands. Sorry, you were making a great point there, and then I come back just laughing at you. So. <laughs> I'm talking about the late Ryan Miner. Have some respect. And TJ have some respect, giggling in the background. Ryan would have been laughing too. He would have. He probably is laughing. Yeah. Uh. All right. Uh, break time. Let's talk to John about Brown O'Haver next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Hollis stats here, and then we're going to uh, chat with John. First-team All-American, Big 8 Player of the Year. I'm sorry, Big 12 Player of the Year. Uh, Took him to the Final Four one year. Elite 8 the next year, Teach. Can't forget that, remember? Yeah, and I think like they were more heavily favored that next year, right, than the year they went to the Final Four. Who knocked the – oh, was that the year Carmelo knocked them out? No. Carmelo knocked everybody out? That was the Blake Griffin team, wasn't it? Mm, no. no. Blake lost to North Carolina in the Elite Eight. Okay, okay. That's right. Isn't, isn't that the year uh, OU lost to Syracuse up in Albany? And Syracuse went, like, right went through like four Big 12 teams to win the title? Mm-hmm. Maybe I got right. my years mixed up. Anyway, Final Four one year, Elite Eight the next year. His senior year, he he averaged over 19 points a game. He shot 45% from three, 93% from the free throw line. He never missed, it seemed like. I didn't know this, TJ, or I'd forgotten it, I guess. He was an assistant for Eduardo in the NBA Developmental League before he came to Houston to coach with Kelvin. So that, that you know, sooner sticking together. All right, Brown O'Haver, uh, for me, the easiest way to explain to people what you guys do is to give them some examples. So do you have some examples for well, us today? Well, we were just talking about Houston and playing Houston and the difficulty that Oklahoma is going to have against them um, tomorrow night. Basically, Alice wanted me to share this, share this one specifically because this was the equivalent of Oklahoma having to play Houston tomorrow. Like this was the, <laughs> this was the odds that Alice felt like she had a chance at actually – Getting this, this is the paid. adjuster's equivalent of taking on the number one team in America. Yes. Okay. And it was a uh, it was out in Shawnee. It was following their tornadoes. It was a year later 
the client reached out to Alice, a tree had fallen through their house, and the insurance company simply wasn't paying. And they weren't paying based on the fact that the roof was old and this and that with a tree in their house. You know, and it just, um, the client was at their wit's end. They had interviewed attorneys. Attorneys hadn't taken it over. They didn't want the claim. Um, just in case you know, I mean, for all everybody out there, attorneys want claims they can win, right? They don't want to take a, a loser that, that doesn't make them any money. Uncle Alice is like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it and I'll fight for it. And it's not a very big claim for us, but, you know, Alice just wants to make sure everybody has a chance. And after three months of working with, she had to work with the city of Shawnee, talking about certain code upgrades and working with the adjuster and working with a contractor and all these different avenues got word this week that it will be paid. They will be getting a new roof. They will be getting a new siding on their house. All the things that they need to have in order to rebuild their home, they're going to be able to get. And I'm telling you right now, would not have happened without Brown O'Haver. It just wouldn't have happened. Nice. A lawyer wasn't going to do it. There wasn't enough money in it. The insurance company wasn't paying. There's no other recourse. These people had no other recourse. If you're out there and you suffered a loss a year ago and you're saying, I, there, I got, there's no way this is going to get paid. It's not going to happen. The wor- the, 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 it, it is of no cost to you. If this lady, if we wouldn't have gotten her paid, we wouldn't have charged her a dime. Yeah. You only charge if we get you more money. So if you're out there and you've suffered a loss a year ago and you're like, oh, man, this is as good as it's going to get. I'm not going to get another dime or they're not going to pay me or this and that. If it, why not? Why not call Brown O'Haver, 405-735-5510? Let us take a look at it. The absolute worst thing we tell you is we can't do it. But I'm telling you, Alice specifically will take on some dogs of claims just because <laughs> she doesn't. She, She's a justice fighter. She likes the fight. She yeah. likes the fight. And – um. It's uh, it, it's it's why she does what she does, and it's why our business has been successful as it is. So if you're out there and you're saying I'm not going to get paid, great, great, have that attitude and give us your claim and let us see if we can get you paid. Four zero five seven three five fifty five ten. Correct me if I'm wrong, but even if you have been paid, yeah, a year ago or whatever, and you feel like I don't think I was done right, it's worth giving you a call. You can call if you had the fire. We'll just use a fire as example. If you had the fire yesterday, a month ago, six months ago, a year ago, and there's anything left on your insurance claim, give us a call, 405-735-5510. You have nothing to lose except uh, if you don't call us by leaving money on the table. And the last thing you want to do is leave money on the table. They don't have to pay you either just to look over the case. They're just going to say, here's my deal. Can you help me? Yeah. You're going to look over it free of charge and either say yes or no. Look, I mean, we'll tell you. We'll tell you, hey, there's this is, A, you've been paid everything you've been paid on. Yeah. And if that gives you peace of mind, that could be worth it. Or, hey, you've been paid on X, Y, and Z, but there's A, B, there's A, B, and D over here that you haven't been paid on. We think we can go get it for you. But guess what? It's not going to cost you anything unless we do. I mean, it's a no – I guess at some point I just kind of hold my hands up and go, why not? Why aren't you considering using Brown O'Haver? What's keeping you back? And if it's... Uh Uh-oh. What a cliffhanger. You guys there? Man, we'll we'll never know the... If it's what he was going to say. 
perhaps we find out on the other side. We'll see if we can get the guys back. KJ Kindler coming up next hour. Skip Johnson coming up next hour. More with John at Brown O'Haver. We'll take a timeout. We'll try to get the guys back. One last segment, an hour or two. Back after this on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app. The number one source for Sooner fans. All right, welcome back. Sorry. Had a a bit of a technical difficulty there, but we got it fixed now. And uh, kudos to Drake Dyken. I didn't even know they made Ethernet cords that long. But he had one in my bag, so uh, we he saved the day. I gotta be honest. I didn't even know they made Ether cords anymore. <laughs> everything's <laughs> yeah, everything's wireless now. So we I was a, I was shocked when you pulled our, our hub cord that failed, long. and so we had to plug directly into the router. And fortunately, uh, Drake's got a, a cord in here that would stretch from here to Watumpka. So it worked out fine. So anyway, um, you, I, you were yeah, telling us about – I guess you all missed my rant there. But it was a very good spiel. You I w- yeah, I had a really good – I think I ended on the words with, I just don't understand why people don't want to hire Brown O'Haver when they get to the point of, not ha- of, of reaching an impasse with their insurance company, when they've decided, hey, maybe I'm not going to get as much as I thought or I'm done getting it. Why won't you call Brown O'Haver? It doesn't make sense sometimes. 405 5510 It costs nothing to have us look at your claim. It costs nothing to employ our services unless we get you paid. So call Brown O'Haver, 405-735-5510. TJ, what do you got cooking back there on the old Texterini? Let's see. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. You were correct. 2003 was mellow. I was aging mellow wrong because I didn't want to think that it was that far back. Um. But, yeah, he would still be a young man playing today if that were the case. He'd probably still maybe be with the Celtics with Blake. Uh, Pimento cheese should be abbreviated to Pichi, says this texter. Yeah, like that. Pichi. Uh, Sooner Ops says Kevin Bookout was a great two-sport player. So I've been arguing with some people off the air. One saying Ryan Miner doesn't necessarily deserve to be in the Raptors at Lloyd Noble Center, but they don't know how you recognize him, that he was more all-encompassing because of the two-sport thing. And I kind of probably agree with that. Um, so I don't know how you would go about doing that. And then I've been in a big argument with somebody over Hollis Price, who is uh, vehemently against him being in the Raptors, saying he does not deserve it. And I keep telling him that without a doubt he does. And then his argument he came back with was, well, look at after OU, he never did what Buddy, Trey, uh, even uh, Minor in a different sport, all these guys did. And I said, but that's not what you're supposed to judge that on. It's not supposed to be what they went on and did. Maybe that helps and builds the resume, but it's based on what they did at the University of Oklahoma. Well, hmm. a, a couple of things. I think you all have convinced me on Hollis Price. I don't think I needed a lot of convincing. I was more just kind of asking. I think you're right, though, with where he ranked in terms of um, what he did for the university, Final Four, Elite Eight, um, statistically, Big 12 Player of the Year, all of those things. As far as Ryan Miner goes, he was the Big Eight Player of the Year. He averaged six, seven in his career, 16.5 points a game, shot 40, uh, what was it, 46% from the field, 36% from three, 80% from the free throw line. I don't know if that's rafter worthy in and of itself but just ryan minor and what he represented in terms of um yeah basketball baseball the university the state being a being a local guy 
I don't know. It, to me, it, it doesn't seem like that big of a stretch to go ahead and yeah. give no, him I'm some recognition. No, I'm not arguing it. I'm just saying I could see that argument more than Hollis. Hollis, to me, is without a doubt deserving. I agree. I would err on the side of we're not building statues here. We're putting names in yes. rafters. Yes. So let's um, it, you know, let's honor the guys that deserve to be honored. I mean, it, it glorifies your program when other teams – that's the first thing I do when I walk into an opposing arena is I like, oh, yeah, remember that guy he played here? Remember that guy he played here? Uh, the greats of Oklahoma basketball should be in the rafters. And I think Hollis Price, Ryan Miner, maybe even Eduardo Nahara fall into that category. Certainly Buddy Heald. That's not even questionable. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, you may know the answer to this, Toby. Sooner Judy would like to know, does anyone know if there will be anything live for the rib ribbon cutting and dedication hmm. for all of us not able to be there, such as Facebook Live? Good question. Are we streaming that somewhere? Yeah. Uh, I will ask. I don't know the answer. We're not broadcasting it on ESPN Plus or anything, but I will, I will ask. Uh, Kyson Witherspoon seems to be likely the next weekend starter option if needed. Stevens or the Jet also in the conversation. Baseball Ross. Oh, I looked like, uh, yeah, no, that was the, the whole text. No doubt Kyson Witherspoon is a candidate to be a weekend starter. He is not scheduled to start again this weekend. I think ideally they would love to have both Witherspoon twins as first bullpen options. If you could... If these three guys settle in, uh, Davis, Girton, and Hit, and then you have both Witherspoons coming out of the pen, wow, you know? But if if Jamie or somebody doesn't work out, then Kyson Witherspoon will will be the next option as a starter. Yeah. Uh, break time, top of the hour. Huge hour next hour. K.J. Kendler live. Skip Johnson live. We're at Brown O'Haver today. We'll be back.